This is another MP3 podcast from 2NURFM at the University of Newcastle, Australia. 2NURFM 103.7. We're talking travel. Sally Lucas joining me, Jane Klein. Hello, Sally. Hi, Jane. How's your week been? Oh, great. And uh, we're thinking about things we can do. Often when we go travelling, yes. we need to do it by air because so many good places are offshore. Absolutely. Use today. And I mean, it has become, I guess, even though the old days, as I call them, when I started, sea travel was the way we went everywhere, of course. And, you know, the long voyages to the UK and Europe were just quite common and air travel was second. But now, of course, though having said that, of course, we've got this increase in the cruise market now where Sea travel is coming back into vogue, so it's not usually as a, a but way not of as going a line from A voyage. to B. No, yeah. people still want to get from A to B because they want to spend their time in B. You know, they they just want to get there and you know really have quality time in that destination. People who do a line voyage are doing it for the voyage, really, rather than the destination or the part the ports along the way. It's mainly that they love sea travel, so that's the difference, I guess. Having said that, British Airways, believe it or not, this month has celebrated 75 years of flying into Australia. Goodness me. Which I think is quite remarkable when you think about it because it's now one of only three European online carriers in the Australian market. When you think of the old days of all the European carriers we had flying out of here, which just don't anymore. So that's quite remarkable in itself. And apparently it's been celebrating quite well with lavish functions at the British Consul General's residence in Sydney with fashion shows showing all the range of uniforms you know, the stewardesses have worn in all that time. And the airline's inaugural flight to Australia was on the 13th of April 1935 as Imperial Airways. Oh, that's only just gone, that anniversary. Yes, and took 12 days to cover the 12,754-mile journey. And they've worked out a cost comparative to today's equivalent would have been the equivalent of £10,000. To travel, to fly from Australia Yeah, but balance, I guess, to to salary, earnings to salary, they've worked out that that's what the equivalent would have been if you were to do it today. Mm. So that's really interesting, isn't it? Yes. Anyway, um, today the airline carries more than 1.2 billion customers on its extensive global network. And in conjunction with this 75th anniversary, just to let people know, they have launched a special anniversary fare economy class from Sydney to London return. Now, this fare is valid for travel until the 25th of November and is on sale until the 27th of April. Check with your travel agent. It's a really good fare. Um, so if you want to take advantage of that lovely air, air offer from British Airways, that would be great. Um, and they've virtually announced that, that they uh, have a strong presence here and they, they've got no you know, inclination at this stage of ever pulling out, which is good good news these days, really, so that's not happening. Um, and, of course, they've upgraded their terminals in London now, like 5 and 3, which are a lot better now than they used to be. So, yeah, just thought we'd mention that. I just couldn't believe it was 75 years. And if you forgot they were Imperial Airways before, then they were BOAC, of course, the British Overseas Airways Corporation. Do you remember, uh, what was his name? Captain, Captain, and he used to do the ads for the VC-10s, very English voice, and I can't remember who Very was. regal looking. Yes, and he used to do the ads or for the VC-10s. <laughs> uh, anyway, talking airlines, <clears throat> moving on to Qantas for just a moment. Um, China-bound travellers from Australia will shortly have seven new destinations to set it from. Um, of course, uh, Qantas has uh, extended their current code share relationship with China Eastern Airlines. And effective from the 22nd of April, um, there'll be business and economy class services to Fuzhou, Guangzhou, Harbin, Kunming, 
Shenyang and various others as well. So that's interesting, isn't it, how really China it's is expanding. opening up. Mm. And, you know, other than that, you've usually had to fly into Shanghai first or, or Beijing, where now that you've got these you know, special flights, this will be a, just interesting for people who do business or who, you know, travel to China on a regular basis. It means it's going to be a lot easier for them now. So many of these destinations <laughs> are quite large cities? Yes. I mean, well, certainly like Guangzhou is, um, Fuzhou, Haobin, which is in the north, Kunming is. The others I don't know. I didn't get my map out, Jane, but there's another one, Qingtao and Shenyang, um, and also a, a, a via Shanghai service to Pudong. So they're the extra cities that they're flying into, but that's that's quite good, I thought, to open that area up. Um, still talking airlines, Air France has now introduced a new service called Premium Voyageur, which is the equivalent of Premium Economy, of course, and they've also introduced some wonderful new fares. Um, they've got 40% more space, fixed shell, seat pitch of 97 centimetres, 123 degree seat recline, and you get all the amenities from business class. Um, so you just don't get the quite the full bed as you do, but you're getting everything else of the equivalent in business class. So look for those fares as well. There's some great fares released for that also. So that's the end of airlines for the moment. Um, and just thought I'd mention there's a wonderful itinerary out there to Botswana, which is considered one of Africa's best kept secrets as far as wildlife is concerned, because it's bordered by South Africa, Zimbabwe, Zambia and Namibia. And it's a country of quite striking physical beauty and has got a wonderful biodiversity of, of desert and delta and you know all combinations. So you see quite a wide range of wildlife for any nature lovers. And uh, African travel specialists who have been specialising in Africa for many years, I mean, that's all they do, and their their staff and everyone we ever speak to down there is so knowledgeable and so helpful in planning any trip to Africa that you can be assured if you went with them, you'd be more than more than satisfied. But they've got a wonderful itinerary doing this area anyway in Botswana, a nine day itinerary they've released, and they've actually uh, knocked a thousand dollars off the price. And it's an ex Australia, and it's valid um, from one December to thirty one December only. But getting quickly on that, there's limited vacancies. So, but it's a wonderful way to to experience the Okavango Delta and all those beautiful, that you take you to two different wildlife camps on that in the tented, you know, on the lovely raised floors, the platforms off teak. You've got en suites with showers and toilets, mosquito nets, you're protected, but you're just there right in the middle of all the wildlife you could imagine. Fantastic. To NURFM 103.7 and thanks to our sponsor Travel World on King, we're talking travel. Sally Lucas, where are we off to next? Well, it's a wonderful destination, and it's in our own little backyard, Jane, and that's that's Hayman Island. Hayman Island. Yes, and the old Hayman Island, which I visited many moons ago, of course, is nothing like the Hayman Island of today. When you say the old Hayman Island, you mean the old resort on Hayman Island. Yes, Hayman Island, yes. (laughs) It was just little tiny cottages and very basic and beautiful island, but... You know, the facilities were nothing like you have now. And they've changed a bit. And that was all due to our wonderful old, you know, ANSET did all that redevelopment of Hayman, which people may have forgotten. And I forget how many thousands of, of tropical plants were planted there because you've got to remember the Sundays isn't tropical. You've got to get up off Cairns and get out to Duncan, Orpheus, Badara, Lizard. They're in that tropical belt. But once you come down off Shoot Harbour Early Beach area, all the Sunday group were originally attached to our mainland eons ago and were part of our great divide so they're they're all just natural aussie bush so anything tropical there has to actually be planted or introduced so it's it is a tropical paradise and it's absolutely amazing and of course it is an exemplary member of the leading hotels of the world group and really it is peerless and you have to work very hard to to keep that 
listing with the leading hotels of the world. It's just not easy to, to win and get into that listing. The thing with Hayman is your rooms are really large, which is fantastic. Um, so you've got this wonderful spaciousness in them. And they use a lot of timber as well, which is fantastic. All of the uh, rooms have balconies and the pool that surrounds it, there's this huge lagoon-style pool. So you can actually, if you go on the ground floor, you can have a, you know, a room where you can just dive and swim around. Right out of your door. Right out of your door. Um, of course, you've got upstairs rooms and you've actually got what they call um, they've got these outdoor leisure rooms where you've got the outdoor shower with the tropical surrounds around you and nothing, no, nothing has left out. You know? But the thing is, you never feel um, in, that anyone is intruding on you either. They've got plenty of staff, but they're unobtrusive. Like you could be sitting around the pool and you've got a glass of iced water and you might have been halfway through it and suddenly you turn around and the glass is full again and you haven't even noticed a staff member coming and topping it up. That's real service. It's a real service. And, I mean, it really is five-star service. They've got, you know, a number of restaurants which are wonderful, wonderful food um, from top of the range a la carte to an Asian restaurant which offers three different styles of Asian cooking. They've got a trattoria for Italian. They've got a beachside cafe and restaurant. You can have, you know, room service, of course. But it's just also the wonderful location. And it's, as I said, I think they was about, I'm trying to remember how many plants they planted, and about 650,000, I think. It's quite amazing. So for the gardeners to keep it all up to scratch as well. So you can get garden rooms, you can get pool rooms, you can get balcony rooms. But just if people have never been there, and Scott and I luckily have done it for a special treat, like for an anniversary or a special birthday and just gone up for four or five days, and you can often get some good offers when it's a little bit warmer. Of course, a lot of people don't want to go up the Barrier Reef when it's hot, but you've got such beautiful conditions up there and facilities that you really don't notice it so if you go say between november and april you'll often pick yourself up a very good deal so keep that in mind if you want to go to home and it is a very special place and we're lucky to have it in australia i can assure you the other thing i thought i'd just mention with we're talking islands jane is that for the first time we've got a combination package in fiji available with the outriggers resort which is on the main island of viti levu um, just south of sort of nandi along the coral coast a bit over an hour to an hour and a half and they're combining it with castaway island which is a beautiful island in the asawas and they're doing a luxury helicopter combo package so you can actually go and have three nights at the outrigger and then you get the helicopter across to castaway and have three nights there in a lovely individual bure it's only that makes it a 20 minute flight whereas normally you'd have to go by land back to nandy and get a launch out or you can pay obviously then to still have an additional seaplane flight or whatever so also that's very interesting for people who want to do that and this package that they've put together includes a one-hour spa treatment for two as well and also once you get out to the islands you get a wonderful dolphin safari around the mamanutha islands on one of the castaway island boats and you can add extra nights to this also if you wish so someone again wanting to do a special you know occasion even an anniversary honeymoon whatever just consider that it's a lovely little combination to be able to do the main island combined with an outer island because the outer islands are delightful in fiji sounds like value adding absolutely thank you sally lucas thank you jane and we'll be back talking travel again next friday after the one o'clock news on 2NURFM 103.7.